podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. This is episode 70. On this episode, we are joined by Dom, where we talk about uh, the Patreon, our Discord, straight pride parade we had here in town, uh, Black History Month, grocery talk, music talk, NBA talk. All right, so here's the thing. About like 17 minutes or so, from like 17 minutes to 44 minutes, something around there, is all NBA talk. So I know some of my listeners don't give a fuck about that, so just letting y'all know. Heads up. Um... So when we talk about the NBA, we talk about the Raptors, Kawhi, the KD injury, Kyrie, Rich Paul, Zion, basically everything going on. It's all sporadic and kind of ADHD-ish. So um, anyway, hope you like that. And then we talk about our fantasy football league coming up for the podcast. uh, And then we get into some float trips, Mortal Kombat 11, and then a little bit of video game talk. Uh, Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Dom. What's up? Not much, man. Uh, our original plan, just so we can call him out, was we were going to have Chris on as well. Because now that I have two mic- three microphones total, I thought it would be fun to have some sports talk with two people. Because that would probably be more interesting than just two of us. Because me yeah. and you are pretty much like, good point. It's a good point. And Chris is more... Uh, generally like he'll have he'll have some extremist point right that or he'll won't for instance on facebook recently he was like i'm the most proud of marcus Gasol for one of the thing and i put a comment of like not me i'm happy for pat mccall because he's got the three peat <laughs> and chris like not me he was on the bench and i'm like obviously i'm obviously joking anyway yeah. so we, we're missing out on some shit like that i'm gonna air dap him right now just because he's not here and right. he's an empty spot <laughs> exactly so maybe someday we'll pull off having the two co-hosts on at the same time and see how it goes um and then also real quick i need to shout out my patreon patreon.com slash the podcast mo we have snappy and my mom and hurricane haynes and marshall the dharma initiative bears my four co-producers and they give me some money um, in which someday I'll spend it on something. Dope. Now that I've gotten all my equipment, for the most part, decent. Decent enough, anyway. Um, and then we have a Discord, which you're not on our Discord, Dom, but I think you should join um, because I would like to talk basketball or any sports with people. Some people talk sports here and there. I'm sure you're somewhat familiar with Discord as a concept. Yeah, and I would have already joined it, but... I don't know if you know my phone. It's super limited. And I know. I have a very old phone. So once I found out it was, I had to get the app, I was like, oh, shit, I don't think I can do this. And I tried. I was like, I ain't got the space. Right. So <laughs> if you ever get enough room on your phone or a new phone, I'll uh, get a new totally phone get the app. Um, you know, Powwow's always in there showing off his growing ways these days. Boy. And they're to ridiculous <laughs> levels. And then, uh, you know, we have some people just talking shit. We got artists sharing music, um, shit like that. So it's pretty fun. We have some people trying to talk politics and stuff like that. I I dabble a little, like, I don't know. And I just basically post memes. Um, but Wyatt has joined, for instance, say, but he never he talks. Oh, yeah. He doesn't say, I think he forgot about it. Um, I could definitely see some arguments going on there, debates, you know, one way or the other. But uh, I'm just not good enough at all. I'll argue about some dumb shit that I know a lot about, but not real world shit. Um so anyway, anyone out there, if you're listening and you're not on the Discord and you want to join, you just fucking email me and I'll send you a fucking link because uh, that would be cool. 
All right, one more thing. Local news. Yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Oh, man, you talk about yesterday? Yes. Yeah. So uh, we became a little bit of a viral sensation off one little picture. Not not huge, just a little little thing. And it's probably not even blown up near as much as it might seem here because we're all like, God damn it, we're ashamed. Uh, we had a Veterans Day par- military parade of some sort. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, it was, it was Armed Forces Parade. Ar- Armed Forces Parade. And then some people showed up with the straight pride signs and then it made it seem as if they were having a straight pride parade and then pictures of that have went online it's like eight oklahoma where they had a straight pride parade and there was like one guy giving a nazi salute or at least it appears that way from the way the picture was taken like his arms yeah. straight out and shit and they're all like holding like a confederate flag which i've always been like I don't under. I that's don't a, understand. That's the part that got me. I, of course, I saw it yesterday, and I was already heading out of town, and I, I was like, "Wait, this happened!" And once I started researching, I found out like they were out of town people to begin with, so it's not like they were based in town, right? So those people came in out of town to fucking, of course, rain on our parade, <laughs> rain on the parade, right? Um, but yeah, just. It, it was crazy. Um, I remember it reminded me. I lived in Medill, which was like is like thirty minutes from uh, Durant. When Obama visited Durant, like right at the very end of his presidency, to talk about prison reform, to like mm-hmm. get prisoners out and shit, and they all showed up with Confederate flags to be like, "We got to show Obama our Confederate flags for like no." And I was like, "What the fuck is wrong?" It's crazy world. Anyway. Um, so anyway, if anyone saw the meme online, uh, we're here. We're fucking live, dead central on that shit. Straight pride. Ground <laughs> zero. I don't understand the concept of straight pride and all that. Like, to me, it's like, yeah, but then again, I'm like a full, like, I kind of believe in like a lot of the science stuff. So I'm like, yes, it is normal. I think default mode is heterosexuality. I I think through through a statistical analysis, that is the default. Most people are that, right? Yeah. Like, that's the way I look at it. And then there are exceptions and then those people are homosexual. That's really how I view it. Now I know to some people it's like, no, you can't say that everyone's equal. No one's normal and no one's special. Everything's everything. But that's kind of how I view it. Now I'm cool. I think everyone should do what they want. Cause who the fuck's the government? Yeah. You know, that's really the way I see it all. Um, I just don't get this whole, we need fucking straight pride parade. Well, it reminds me of, uh, and now we're going to start getting off topic of what we first came in here. Because now I'm starting to think of, well, it's the same people who want the white white um, history month. Right. Compared white to month, Black yeah. History Month in February, which is the shortest month, by the way. So fuck you guys. I mean, you should, <laughs> to me, honestly, the way I am is, uh, and Morgan Freeman is my one black ally in this. Because I always like the way Morgan Freeman's take yeah, on it. Yeah, and is. I actually, I, I take the same He's like, same thing. Why is, Why what, do we even have a Black History Month? Why do we have to be subjugated to one month? Why right. can't we just celebrate? It's just part of history. Yeah, and then exactly. you would celebrate, you would talk about when you talk about whatever. Like, I live in this perfect world in my mind of color doesn't matter. Have you ever, I don't know if you ever watched the show uh, Dear White People on yes. Netflix. I, I, uh, the first season, I, I remember I watched like the day it came out. And it was, I really liked it. I don't think I ever watched the second season. But for a while, she dates like the white guy who's on uh, Game of Thrones, and they she goes off to like the quote unquote intelligent people party, like all the like sophisticated people. And to them, they're like, "What is? Why does race matter?" Like, I agree with those people, yeah. but she's all like, "No, you don't understand. Being black's part of my identity. You know, that's like her battle or whatever." But I'm like, "No, I like the like fuck it. Everybody's we're just all at a party, fucking hanging out and being cool and fuck. What does it matter?" But I thought that show was pretty good. Throwback, but if anyone needs a show to watch, um, 
way off topic, but straight pride parades and white history months. That's oh. to me. I just think they're the ones who are like, Oh, everyone needs a participation trophy. So why don't we, why don't get-, we get, and it's the <laughs> same people doing eat who wants each, each, uh, parade or month or whatnot. I was like, why you gotta be the same people? Right. Like, oh, it drives me insane. Very interesting. Um, I'm also, and honestly, I'm not saying everyone's right or wrong. I think everyone has a point probably somewhere to where you're like, I get it. I just think you're stupid. Look, uh, I, why are you arguing? I feel like we're going to get to the point in like two or three years where, you know, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is in September. Right. Well, they're going to get, where's the testicular cancer awareness month? Where's, that already happens, actually. Yeah, uh, like almost, that's gonna... almost every time something comes up with the breast cancer awareness, there's always one guy in the comments, if not more, if you like look, you know, on Facebook or whatever. And they're like, actually, more men die from testicular and colon cancer in a month than women die breast cancer. And, like, you know, they'll pull off some crazy shit to where you're like, okay. I mean, I don't, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want anyone to say to this. Uh, but it's because women are more proactive about getting their breasts checked and men aren't yeah. pr- proud about, about their say, I, I literally went to um, a birthday party yesterday with, for my aunt. She turned 75. Shout out, Aunt Betty. Um, but anyways, one of my cousins are, I guess, yeah, uncle's cousin? I don't know. You know, they're related to you, whatnot. Right. They're the family. Yeah, they're the family. Um, Uncle Cousin, he was like, man, I haven't got a colonoscopy yet. And he's like 50-something. I was like, you need to go get that checked out. He's been going to the doctor recently. I'm like, you've been going to the doctor a lot, but you haven't got this done yet. Like, right. You could have something going on. You could. It is crazy. I know one of my good friends growing up, his grandpa died real early from colon cancer. And so I've always been aware of it's a thing because it, you know I knew someone early on. I'm like, oh, it's a thing. And then I want to say sometime within the last year, I saw something on a TV show or read something or something happened where I was aware that one of the biggest things that can cause an issue are sesame seeds. And sesame seeds can get thing. caught in the folds of your colon and just get stuck there, and they cause major issues later on in life. So now every time I go to buy like hamburger buns, I look, and I'm like, I guess is I it won't. Worth the risk? I guess I won't get the sesame seeds, but yeah, it crossed my mind every time now. See, I like sesame seeds. I do too. I'll probably, I'll probably still just keep taking the risk, and I'll be like, "Well, they can clean me out." It's eventually. gone fifty-fifty for me. I, you know, sometimes go for it, some don't. Um, lately, what I do is, as a little digression off the grocery talk, because I like to bring that up. I think everyone can relate to grocery talk. Um, I buy like this little four pack of hamburger patties, the Angus beef hamburger patties at the store, as opposed to buying eight small ass ones. There's only two of us here. Yeah. I get four of the big motherfuckers. And then they have this like gourmet Asiago bread and it doesn't have sesame seeds, but it only comes, it's like in a six pack. So I can get, I don't have to get the full eight when I'm only getting four uh, things. But you, oh, it, that, that still drives me insane because yeah. now we're still mismatched because uh, you, you don't have six patties. That's oh. why you have to plan out your meal, serve. So what I did was I got stuff to make uh, pasta and then didn't buy the garlic toast. Instead, made you, garlic the, cast toast out of the extra buns. Um, it, we have to have like a 30-minute powwow uh not like the co-host of this thing sometimes, <laughs> but like uh, meeting over groceries every Sunday morning before we go and do the whole grocery run thing or whatever. Get a game plan like, all right, this is what we're doing. Yeah. For instance, like a couple weeks ago, we had beans and cornbread, you know, super underrated. But if you're going to have beans and cornbread, I have to have rather make, I have to make breakfast a meal prior so that I'm making rather like 
uh, ham and eggs or bacon and eggs. And so I can save some pork to put into and the beans. The beans. That's yeah. very important. Um, stuff you never thought about as a kid, you know, but when you're fucking figuring <laughs> out as an adult. Um, so when this podcast comes out, I will have uh, like, I'll be off work for like a week. Mm-hmm. And so a week or two. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to try really hard to, I would love to get some backup podcasting in, you know, if like anyone had top five lists, I've told people on the discord, let me know. No one's had any good ideas yet. Um, but if there's any way I could save up any shit. So I don't have to always be fucking recording stuff. That'd be pretty cool. And then also you work on more music. That's a big deal. Um, Real quick, I'll get into what all my music plans are, is I'm putting out an electronic EP that's six tracks, it's like 20 minutes long, and it'll be underneath my alias, which is Moiser, and it's like my last name <laughs> with a Z, so it's M-O-I-Z-E-R, because that's how people mispronounce my name, and so I just was like, let's lean into that. And old, that's They really mispronounce your name like that? Mm-hmm. Almost no one call, says it's Mosier, even though that's how, because the... I and the S are switched huh. in my name. It's like misspelled or whatever. So anyway, um, that'll be out June 28th. Uh, if you follow me on some shit, I'm sure I'll post that. And then uh, me and this dude, Strong Maurice, who's like an actual EDM fucking electronic god person from Australia, um, we had a plan to put out a whole EP July 4th. Instead, that will not be done because he's going to South Africa. Oh, shit. For like three weeks or some shit. So instead... We're going to try to put up one song as the plan. Hopefully he sends it to me, um, which it was like the lead single off of it. So we'll put up like a single on July 4th and then hope everyone loves it. And then eventually we'll have like a five or six song EP because he has all his stuff. He's just he's always learning shit and he's making crazy shit. He just had a album come out called Low Hype Mm -hmm. by Strong Maurice. Check it out. It's crazy EDM shit. Um I tell people it's not, in my opinion, it's not the ecstasy EDM. It's the smoking pot EDM. That's good. It's different. That's right? good it's because different ecstasy EDM. That's a bit much for me. Right. Right. It's a lot much for me. Not just a bit. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it, that's some skinny shit. Um, if you've <laughs> listened to the podcast. So, um, anyway, that's all my music plans. So, twenty eighth of June, I'll have electronic shit. Uh, July fourth, I'll have one song out and then i'm gonna try to work on some other songs while i'm off work here so we will see what happens i have to go to the dentist and all kinds of other shit while i'm off work so we'll see what i have time for my wife's got a whole fucking chore list for me so (laughs) that's what you're really be doing yeah chances are last year i got out of some of it because i and what this is fun is exactly one year to the day is the first time i watched my first youtube like tutorial video or like so from the time this comes out it'll be like four days after that will be one year to when i started to learn how to make beats that's funny i think i remember that because like you ended up like in the living room in there like you had a whole like video spread of like people who had beats and what they transferred to yeah yeah like you were cleaning uh, out your attic we had some samples we watched the sample videos. They were like, here's the sample they use, and then here's the beat that came. Yeah. And it was just over and over again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. I took off the last week of June last year and was like, I'm going to learn how to do this. And I just watched videos all week. And then probably like within a month after that, I made my first like my beat maybe. So I'm probably like a month away from being able to say like, I've been doing this a year. Um, speaking of those, put out three beats a week. Um, people should just go listen to them just so other people might listen to them like even if you're not gonna bomb mm-hmm. you know just get them up on my on some plays or some shit that'd be cool 
I have had one person hit me up that I don't know about the big O round titties beat that asked me <laughs> if he did a song, if it's a 50, 50 distro kid split. And I was like, exactly. Cause I put on the comments, like, you know, we could do that. Um, so hopefully that happens. I don't know. It's a great fucking beat. I love it. It's, it is. It's good. It's uh, the one I, all my <laughs> other ones since there's been a couple, I like of these early ones, but like I mentioned before, I've made these like four months ago. So they're old to me. So, like, the ones that will be out in a few months from now are the ones that I'm like, I feel good about now. Mm-hmm. But by then, I'm going to be like, ah, oh, those old fucking beats. So, it's just the the way I did it. But it's cool because right now they're just coming out and I don't even have to do anything. Like, I haven't made a new beat. Well, that's I made one last week with a Cinda, this guy in uh, UK, I believe. We collabed on a beat. I just see him a melody. I like making melodies because I'm not very good at drums. Mm-hmm. And so I got off work and I started fucking around this keyboard, made a little melody, sent it to him. Uh, when I woke up in the morning, he sent it back to me done because, you know, the way the time zones work. And I was like, all right, fuck, that was easy. So sent him a couple more harder melodies that I got stuck on. Um, and he has not sent them back. So we're going to see what happens there. And then uh, Tavon, who we've had on here before, um, he's called into the podcast. You know, he makes beats and shit. I've sent him three melodies as well to make some collabed beats too. So hopefully that happens. So okay. anyway, that's my music update for every fucking people. All right. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a P O D C A S T W I T H M O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. So Dom, you haven't been on here in fucking like forever. It's been it's been quite some time. Um, I think you know why I haven't, but it's be, it's because no. of my depression. Oh, uh, you're so depressed? No, <laughs> depression of sports. Mm. That's that's what it is. Sports depression. I see. Yeah. Um, I've came back on top. I listen to enough podcasts that I I don't even think about it. They are the last on the list though. What the sports depression <laughs> question actually? But um, yeah. Normally, we have you on to talk about basketball, so that's basically what we'll do here. Um, and I don't even have any exact notes. Uh, I feel like we could probably wing it. You know, I had some stuff from a while ago. Like, I want to just hate on Zion or whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, but you were definitely more for the Raptors the last time you were on here than me. But I know off of the podcast, you had switched to where you were wanting the Bucks. Yeah, because I like the end, you kind of won out with the Raptors. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Overall, I mean, I picked I picked the Raptors at the beginning of the thing, so that's good. Even though I wanted the Bucks, so it's fine. Um, and I'm actually kind of iffy how I feel about it because once like um, KD got hurt, right, and like basically the whole Warriors team was hobbled. I'm like, I kind of want to see this Warriors team win. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to see it for Steph for sure. That's that that was the reason, and I feel really bad for Steph. I mean, nobody needs to feel bad for Steph. Steph grew up privileged, right. but he missed that shot, and it was a good shot at the end of Game Six to win the game. I'm like, Steph, right? I mean, I definitely every time Katie wasn't playing, I wanted the Warriors to win. That's how that's how I took the approach, and and that's probably because I also don't really like Kawhi. I don't know why I don't like Kawhi, but I just... I do and I don't, right? I mean, I used to hate the Spurs when I was young. Like, when I was in high school, I just hated the Spurs. Yeah. I hated Tim Duncan, hated the Spurs, hated all of it. But then somewhere in college, I got to like, you know what? Popovich is just so good. 
I can't not like yeah, I respect the I respect the Spurs because they're consistently good. I know what I'm getting out of the Spurs. Right, and then I didn't like what Kawhi did last year of sitting out. Now I don't know if he was in the right or not. I don't know. Um, I think it's bullshit that your teammates are calling you out and shit. So I get why he kind of was petty the way he was, and he got the last laugh at the end of the day. Yeah, and. It just it bothers me. I mean, for one, last year, we don't know his injury, and I'm not going to just start saying, well, he's making it up. He only had a calf injury, and DeMarcus came back in two right. months. So I'm not going to go on that, but he also took 22 games off this year. This NBA season, healthy. Yeah, but it looks like it was needed because he barely got it to he the barely, end. Of- he barely made it through the playoffs. So that So that makes me wonder, like, I mean, of course, Toronto, if you have the chance, sign him long-term, all that fun stuff. Right. But why would I just give all my money, max money, to this player who's plays three quarters of my year, could get hurt in the playoffs? I mean, he showed he was very hobbled in these playoffs. So I mean, I don't know. I have a rough time with that, and I I'm in the same boat on Clay and KD. Like, why am I going to give all them the money? I mean, I mean I'm going to give Clay money to me. Everything is said about Kawhi is basically LeBron these days. Yeah, he plays about three fourths of the season. Even if he's out there more games than that, he's Taking he's off not, yeah, he's taking off in game. Right. Yeah, you so, can see like, it. It seems about the same there. Um, but yeah, the KD and Clay thing. Uh, I mean, I don't want to see KD get injured. I think it's all super weird that all the media people before he played were like, if he plays again, he'll hurt his Achilles. And then yet all the doctors were like, no way those was, are tied was, together. Yeah, it was a calf injury and not attached to the Achilles. Right. And that's what the doctors say. Saying, unless. They did an MRI, and the doctors aren't disclosing that information. I, right. I mean, they did do an MRI, but they're just not disclosing that they could see, like, uh, little um, splits on the Achilles. Then KD shouldn't, for one, go back because you can't trust the team doctors at that point. Right. Um, well, apparently his doctor, his outside doctor as well yeah. said it and was fine and everything. Saying. So I don't want to say, like, the Warriors doctors messed up. I'm just saying, like, I think it's strange whenever, like, your Bill Simmons and your Ron Russillos and, you know, whoever right, right on, on the Twitter are, like, saying, like, oh, if he comes back and does this, his Achilles will be bad. And then the doctors aren't like, yeah, maybe. All behind They're that, just yeah. all like, no, not at all. No way you could injure it more. When I'm like, that's also a weird statement because there's always a chance to injure something. So you can't be like, go out there and play. No way you can injure whatever. Yeah. I thought that was just so strange. Um, it did complicate the KD thing a lot. Which makes it more fun as from like a entertainment standpoint, right? If this is professional wrestling or whatever, you're like, oh, what happens now? Because now I think you, the chance of the Warriors re-signing him, I think, go up a lot. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get into. Like, it messes up the whole summer uh, right. to me. Like yeah. the free agency, I was already like, all right, fucking Katie's leaving. Golden State, he's going to go to the Knicks, going to play with Kyrie, and they're going to trade Anthony Davis to the Knicks for the number three pick and the New Orleans Pelicans are going to have RJ Barrett and Zion and a whole bunch of other players. And right. I'm like, I'm interested to see that team. So, and it would take go, down Golden State. And now we just get this basically one year sabbatical from Golden State until they come back next year or the year after that. That's fun though. It's kind of like what happened to Michael Jordan, and the Bulls, right? Yeah. Where he was there suspended was for years, gambling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to stick to it forever because I feel like it makes more Retired sense. Retired for baseball. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so 
the 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 KD injury messed all that up. I think it's a really funny scenario if the New York Knicks get no one after clearing out room for two cap spaces. They're not going to get anybody. anybody, everybody. Um, oh man, it's crazy. So Kyrie Irving looks like he's going to the Nets, which I don't understand. I don't know why you would trade or why you would get Kyrie. I know he's Kyrie and he's good, but. Russell just had this amazing year. I agree. And he plays the same position. Well, and then they just and he's traded younger. Karis LeVert, didn't they? Yeah. What they get for him? Uh, fuck. They got cap space, basically, so they right. can sign more. That's right. That's all they did. I just, I'm like, you have Karis LeVert and Russell. Both of them are like, I mean, guards of the future, I would say both of them. I think both of them yeah. have really high potential. And then also Dimwitty. And I was like, that's a great one, and that two, team's and three. chemistry is like, that team chemistry was really high. Like, I was super impressed by the Nets right. this year. And you're going to get Kyrie, who we just saw wreck the Boston Celtics chemistry. Right. That's the other thing. So, like, Kyrie wants to lead the team, go to a team of young guys, also with the Celtics, like he did. And then it doesn't work out. And he's all in the media like, hey, I need veterans, and I need guys that have been there, and blah, blah. So what does he do now? I'm going to – and again, this hasn't happened yet, but it's projected to happen. It, yeah. uh, he's going to go to the Brooklyn Nets, which is the same scenario. A bunch of young guys that haven't been to worst the playoffs talent. before. A worse talented team than the Boston Celtics. It's Why? just you don't have an owner that's probably – or GM that's as powerful, and you don't have a coach that's as well-liked. Yeah. That's, I guess, the difference. But situation-wise, it seems different. And I'll, some people – I guess we briefly touch on it. Uh, something that just happened is AD got traded to the Lakers. Yep. Or it can't go through officially until like July 6th is when they said it'll go through. But um, it's Anthony Davis goes to Los Angeles Lakers for a whole bunch of trash. Lonzo me, Ball, <laughs> Brandon Egram, Josh Hart, and two, three, three first-round round. picks, including this year's. So I like Josh Hart a lot. But... I don't that you don't trip Anthony Davis for him, but again, you're getting rid of him because he wants to go wants and get something. You know, I don't know. I was of the mindset like I'm not trading you to the Lakers because you came out and said I wanted the Lakers. I I I would get fired over my job because of that. Once and Rich the GM Paul did get fired and Rich and I'm tired of like LeBron basically owning the NBA and yeah. his boys like we're gonna say where you're going. Why do we have to? We're the fucking GMs. We're the owners. Why do we have to right. uh, succumb to you? So I would have just said, nope, you're either going to be miserable here for a year or we'll trade you I'm off. I'm sure to- they could be sued, but if I was the GMs around the league, I would try to make some sort of I mean, it's collusion at wink, that point. Wink, wink, agreement yeah. to like, we just don't fuck with Rich Paul. And guess what? Clutch clients get lowballed on every contract we give them because fuck them and fuck Rich Paul coming out and saying, you can do that, but Rich Paul's talking the fucking third yeah, person. Yeah, he's shit. fucking, he's a psychopath at this, or a sociopath at Right, this exactly, point. exactly. I don't, I don't like it one bit. Like, I like um Rich Kleiman. With yeah. KD, I like, you know, when he comes on Bill Simmons' podcast, and I like his attitude of, like, you know, we trying to win and all this, but he's not like, I'm going to force someone to. He still respects some sort of, like, the rules of yeah, the Yeah, it reminds me of, like, I don't know if you remember Drew Rosenhaus. Like yeah, the, yeah. So they were, that's what Rich Paul is doing. He's taking over I, that mantle. I loved like, Drew Rosenhaus back in the day, though. He was crazy. He was hilarious. He got his well, I like T.O. Yeah. so much back <laughs> in the day that I just had to like anything attached, I guess. Um so, yeah, I'm sure we're missing some shit, but more or less, um, Raptors won. Clay Thompson also got injured, which is a sad one because he's I like, like the Clay. most. Clay's fucking hilarious, by the way. Right. I don't know if you, you've oh, for seen sure. that. He's hilarious. He's um, easily the most liked warrior from the other 29 fan bases. Yeah. 
I would say. Because that's the warrior every other fan base wants. Right. We, OKC would love Klay Thompson. He would make OKC's team. Right. Well, the difference, I think, is because Steph Curry is very well locked as well, but there's still those old school guys who are like, can't win shooting like that. But Clay, for some reason, people are like, but he has defense. So he also gets like the old man crowd to back him as well. So everyone loves Clay. Um, him going out was a bummer. Because uh, I think he was, they he was on fire. Right. Like I think they would have won that game uh, six if he would have stayed in, probably. Uh, it, it's all crazy. But then again, I think Kawhi deserved it because the Zaza moment, right? He deserved it. Yeah. There was so much basketball karma, and I may not be religious, but the basketball gods are The for basketball sure a thing. gods are real, and they're a real thing. There was a lot of that, and there's just so many storylines and ways you can read all that. Like, all the KD just going to them in general meant that they couldn't keep winning. You know, they had to lose this one. Yep. And then now everyone loves KD because he came out and tried to play and got injured after 11 minutes. I know. It, I had a friend tell me this is, uh, which is kind of tells me the whole story of Golden State. Like, this was the de-villainization of KD because he... You know, he was a villain, went to this 73-win right. team, but now he's hurt, and he came back to try to be hero, get his Walt Frazier moment, got hurt again, and now it's like, well, KD's great, though. Like, he's awesome, and they need him on Golden State, and what's wrong with him on Golden State? Uh, it's just trying to... Right. Well, and I have two thoughts on that. The first of, us as Oklahoma City Thunder fans are allowed to be pissed forever. Yeah. I, that's I will never, I, that's I will I never get over it. Um because they could have traded him or whatever. Not saying they would have, but if he would have given the heads up. But he acted like he was going to stay. And everyone would be like, he acted like he was making the decision later. But I don't know. Everyone. And maybe he just hated it here. And again, I've even, no one has ever said this on a sports thing. I think being a seven foot tall black dude in Oklahoma City probably came with some fucking cons. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm just sure it did. So I'm sure it's a lot easier to live in Oakland. Oh, yeah. San Francisco is actually where he lives. I think he's the only warrior that lives there. All the rest live in Oakland. Yeah. Before this whole stadium thing, because that was a story at one time. Uh, so, anyway, we're allowed to be upset. And they still took the best player off the opposing team. They still did that. So, that still lessens some shit that happened. Like, it just does. Now, I also get upset with when Katie's out in the lock. See, they absolutely need him. And I'm like, of course, if the option is. KD or no KD, yeah. of course. But if the option is KD or $30 million Ka- to spend on other you. people. I said the same thing. I was like. That's a different argument. It, it is. I was like, if you didn't have KD, you have this money to spend on other players to make your roster deep, right. which what the Warriors were. And then were. some people will say, well, what does that matter? KD's better. And it's like, sure. But okay, let's say that they got two other Small forwards, right, or whatever. Probably a shooting guard that he wanted to I mean, like, just take but, what a Harrison Barnes level, two Harrison Barnes level players. Right. So Boom. if you have two of those, but I'm saying is even if one of them got injured, you have the other one. Whereas if KD gets injured, there's $30 million sitting down. Yep. So like there is some benefit to not having that many superstars. And then DeMarcus Cousins, I like that he almost had a comeback, but he's so fucking slow these days. I don't know if it'll well, ever happen. I don't, well, I mean, he had a good game two, and then he had a good game five and six. It's just, for one, he was coming back off of that injury. Right. Um, so and, I it, think, and I think it was the right series. Like, the Raptors, he would have been good in that series as a fully healthy DeMarcus because they have Marcus yeah. all, they have Serge Ibaka. He would have dominated them. It's just he came off the injury. Like, if he was going to – play good against a team it was going to be the Raptors unfortunately like I said he was hurt um now next year well they're not going to be there next year but if they were there next year it probably wouldn't be the case because there's probably going to be Milwaukee in the finals next year yeah we'll see I mean I'm already ready for next season but I know it's like we off season is going to be fun as shit too but 
Um, there's just so much stuff. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, recently that's happened in the basketball world. Not that listeners necessarily care. Um, I do want to stay on the draft. The draft is going to be happening Thursday. So the day after this episode comes out. I haven't, I mean, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and shit, but I haven't, I don't really know a whole lot. I don't watch college basketball. I do think my gut reaction is Zion is overhopped, and I just want to get my take out there that I think Zion's <laughs> overhopped. I don't understand how people just, they act like he is already a better prospect than Anthony Davis. They're saying he is the best prospect since LeBron, period, stop. That's what people are saying. And, um, and I don't think it's wrong. We're talking about potential. We're not talking about... He's a finished product. We're just talking about straight up potential. And I don't think that's like a wrong thing. He's he's insane to me. Like every time I've watched him this year, he was I was like, I haven't seen that or I don't I don't know who does this. The only problem I have with him is he's a bit undersized. I don't know what he's playing on the court. Is he, he a three? Is he a four? I don't know what he's doing on the court. Um, I, think I know he can make a absolute ceiling is Blake Griffin. His ceiling? Oh, no. He dunks. He dunks, and he can't <laughs> shoot. And if someday he can shoot, like it took Blake Griffin six years to figure out. And I'm like, in a league in which shooting is by far more important than it's ever been. That's true. People are like, hey, look at this guy who jumps real high. And I'm like, I get that's impressive. The fucking NBA is littered with people who used to jump real high and then got a fucking leg injury and now doesn't don't jump as high anymore. And then they're not as good. Like, that's my only thing. I just think if I was a betting person... I'm like, he jumps. Yeah, he is fucking amazing athlete. But we see all kinds of amazing athletes that can't shoot. And I've been not saying he can't. Maybe he can't shoot better than I realize. Um, but my going into it is like, I just think it's crazy how much people are into this guy for that. Because it know. seems like a one trick pony personally to me. I don't know. I just, I can't. The athleticism is insane. I just and people don't are implying he could be Draymond on defense, right? So that's the other thing is for the last three years, all these podcasts I listen to are like, we got to quit saying so and so is the next Draymond. Y'all are putting that on all these college players. That's all everyone says on these NBA you know podcasts I listen to. And then this year, all of a sudden, they're like, nope, throw all that out the window because Zion is going to be the next Draymond on defense. I'm like, okay, if you're guaranteeing that, then sure, he's probably really good, but. I just don't understand why everyone thinks he will be hands down like just amazing, amazing. I don't know. I think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be really good. Um, it looks like he'll get real big. I don't know if I can put on weight because he's so yeah, wide. Well, it's going to be up to the staff. Like it's like the staff really needs to get on Zion. Like, hey, your diet's got to be like a live in New Orleans, Orleans, fucking around all that <laughs> with food. the jambalaya and shit. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't know. He might be amazing. Like I said, I don't watch much college. I've seen all the highlights. I've been watching him since high school doing dunks. I'm like, cool. But I've never been like, oh, that. I just think you need more skill in today's NBA. But he has skill. That's the thing. Like he can, he dribble. He can dribble off the court easily. He has great passing skills for what for as fast as he plays. He's like, he's like legit. I don't know. I don't know. He yes, he, he has a set shot as his shot for like three point, which was okay. He made like thirty something percent. Right. But you're not gonna it, get a set shot in the NBA, obviously. Right. It will be different also if NBA teams actually had shooting coaches, but they don't. Like two fucking teams have a shooting coach, which blows my mind every time they bring up the stat. It's like the Spurs have had some guy forever. Yep. And then there's one other team that'll every once in a while have a coach here there. But like teams just don't hire shooting coaches. You I need, guess you need that. Uh, Oklahoma City needs it in the worst way. But whatever. Yeah. That, <laughs> so that brings me to my last little thing here on my NBA list of just our hopes for OKC. 
Now, with all the movement, you know, the West is just getting worse and it's more stacked, and people think Kawhi Leonard might go to the Clippers. Oh, my you God, know, it's insane. It's just going to get worse and worse. I honestly don't have that high of hopes at this exact moment for OKC next year. Well, here's well, I have hopes because next year, if you're going to go for it, it has to be next year. Right. Next year is the year. If we don't get one next year, we're not going to get one, and we're going to be stuck in four or five seed land for the rest of right. Russ's career there, um, which is okay. It's not a bad place to be. Right. Um, it's just we're not going to get a title. So we have to do whatever we can, trade trade off everybody except Paul George. Right. Maybe Russ. <laughs> trade I, off everybody Ru- except those Russ two. Russ is untradeable. Yeah. Not, can't, he, not from us. His contract will be so big, no one in the NBA will take his contract well, in two years th- from that's, now. That's how everybody's contract is, though. Like, people are giving out these Supermax. You're well, going right. to You could trade Russ for, like, a John Wall. You could trade a big contract for a big contract, yeah. but you wouldn't be able to, like, just get off of guys. Yeah. Um. That's going to be like the downfall of Supermaxes once yeah. people realize it in the next few years. I but agree. you got you got to do it now. But I, yeah, we just got to trade. Everybody. I mean, we have two all stars, you know, and so MVP candidates, you know. So I, mm-hmm. I get that we always have a chance. Stephen Adams, I love Stephen Adams. Oh, people also love him. If he doesn't develop somehow more of an outside presence, you can't pay him what he's fucking making. I, and that's the bad part. I feel because. I also like Steven Adams. I think he's great. He does good work here in in Oklahoma as far as like the community and what he reaches to. But we got to move on. I, th- I think we got to move on. I think if you had a 15 million instead of 25 million or whatever it is, I, sure. I think like you could, if you're paying him for like a 25 minute center and then you have money for another guy to come in and shoot threes at center or whatever, like, yeah. I think you could make it work. I just don't think you can for that money. And someone will give him that money because he's such a fan favorite. He'll bring people into the stands, like, especially little kids. Little kids love Steven yeah. Adams. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I'm on the point where I want to trade Steven Adams, um, trade a couple more people. I don't know, Diallo and them, and just have like Jeremy Grant BR5. Right. And, we need to figure out something. Get Bradley Bill. That's who I want. <laughs> I know right. that's that's Pipeside's dream, but they just came out the Wizards. I think yesterday and said they are not trading Bradley Bill to anybody. Like that, that's off the table. That's easy to say, but true. I don't. It's very true. Um, and that could be to just drive the price up. But I guess they were saying the reasoning is they're trying to get Husai Majiri or whatever. Yeah, they're trying to get Masai Majiri, and so they don't want to trade anyone before they get him and have him make these decisions. That's yeah. more or less the but issue. that and that and that's going to be the thing. There's a lot of moving parts this summer um, due to the fact that Kawhi, if Kawhi wanted to stay in Toronto, he's staying with uh, Masai. Right. Um, if Masai leaves, then Kawhi leaves. That's what you got to take away from that. For sure. Um, if he stays, then Kawhi's probably staying. So you can, yeah, whatever happens first, you can kind of read into it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but as far as like that, I don't know how many moves they can make. People are talking about them training uh, Dennis Schroeder. Um, I've seen that out there a lot. I like Dennis Schroeder, though. I like what he does for our team. Um, and right. I don't think we're just going to get an. E- I don't think we'll get an equal player back, to be honest. So. Right, but they're gonna. They can't be over the tax again. I mean, or we'll see what the owners want to well, do. What's that Robertson co- contract? That's the problem. Right. I was talking with Chris. Funny, I was talking with Chris about Robertson. If only was he like, was here to talk to us about it. I know, right? <sighs> R.I.P. Chris. Yeah, <laughs> he died earlier. <laughs> no, nah, but. If Roberson doesn't come back with like a jump shot and like the most amazing game I, we've right. ever seen, then he wasted this whole year and a half that he was out, and 
we pay we're paying him 80 million dollars right so. i agree i agree uh i think he is my least favorite thunder player uh behind only two other people or tied with two other people i guess which is kyle singler <laughs> oh i remember time. the singler, and then nick carlson because i hate nick carlson i don't understand why everyone loves him so much i don't it's not even that I hate him. I just think the amount of praise he gets in Oklahoma for what he fucking did is so out of fucking skew. It drives me crazy. So I have to put him on my most hated. Wow. Um, Hot take. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and he was on the bench player, dude. I don't get Anyway, they fucking had a goddamn jersey retirement for him and about shit. about to say that. Fucking Averaging stupid. seven points a game. A good a number two. <laughs> like, fucking people would like to wear number four. You know, they're going to fuck. It's crazy. I can call him because he was white. It's because he was white. If I'm to be real honest right now, Uh-oh. I think if he was not a white guy, it wouldn't happen. There's my hot take. Oh man, so I don't, I don't know. He came with he 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 was with the Seattle franchise and slash yeah. OKC franchise for the whole time his yeah. career. That's why he got his jersey retired. He was able to stay there for like 17 years, maybe. No, I don't think he'll say he only came in the league like two years before Kevin Durant. He just fucking age because he's white. <laughs> Tall white guys don't age. Don't slowly. age as well. Yeah, Rick Smith. Back. Go look at go look at the NBA history. Um, so anyway, I don't I don't know what the OKC can do to make me feel great unless it's just next season. Russ fixed his jump shot. Robertson's yeah, back with a fixed that's jump li- shot. That's literally. And what I they do have, have do. hope of like Robertson can still not shoot, but if he's so good on defense that Paul George can do that whole hovering free safety shit that they did for that like one week, two seasons ago when everyone was and healthy, it was, oh, and it was so like good. this is the best defense anyone's ever seen in basketball. Um, yeah, that that and would they had that hope. going on this year, like in the first half of the year when Ferguson was playing really good, right. like and right. then Ferguson dropped off a, off the face of a fucking. I know planet. the last mock draft I looked at, they had Bull Bull falling. Boy, that's what I really want yeah. to happen. Like I want that so bad. Me too. I don't think it will. I think Bull Bull go top ten. I think someone's going to take the risk. That's what I'm saying. They need to take the risk. He only reason I know they're trying to be like, well, he's injury. He's not injury prone. He just got hurt. Uh, last year, and he was like, "I'm not coming back." He could have came back for Oregon. There has never been a seven footer that isn't injury prone. Yeah, that's what that's what they are because they're so fucking tall. They're, they're tall. That's they're, just how it works. But that's, I uh, would take the risk on him. It's a rookie contract. And playing a video game, you know, there's the negatives and the positives when you're picking your character. That's how seven footers are. Yeah, they are taller than everyone, but they're gonna get injured. Um, I don't think we have any more basketball talk. At least off the top of my head, I can get to. Uh, we'll see what happens with the draft. Like I said, um, hopefully some cool shit happens. Yeah. But who the fuck knows? Um, one thing I was going to talk about when uh, Chris was here was we also have a fantasy football league. We do, and uh, we've been discussing. And Chris, I really wanted on this because he has opinions on like the formatting, you know, of what we're going to do moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to Snappy on the last episode a little bit about it. You know, I'm probably kicking a couple people, trying to get some more podcast listeners in if we can, you know, so it's more fun in the Discord when we talk shit and all that. Um, Chris wants to do a keeper league, and I've kind of wanted to, but I also get the whole idea of, like, it is fun to start new next season, right? In case your team sucks, you get Your team sucks, and that's that's the thing. And I, because, of course, I I work with Chris and everything, and we talk about, because he's in, like, several leagues and, like, a few keeper leagues, and he explains to me his whole draft process and like he's trading like a hundred like 2023 picks for current picks it's crazy and i i really like it i was like that's super cool and interesting right it would be fun i think that would be fun in like uh you know i'm mad and you can do an online dynasty yep that would be fun 
I think for fantasy football, because not everyone's going to, because as Chris has talked about, uh, with he has a league with this guy, Matt, and they've had like players quit and then someone else has to adopt teams and stuff. So like, I just don't know if we can keep 12 people and around. That's, and you know that's the I mean? only problem that I have with it. Because for one, you have to be super committed. And I don't mind right. being... When, like, for instance, last year, Chris's team had every chief player. Right, and if he had just had all those players forever, and they just kept like that, would be kind of bullshit in a way. I mean, I get like, oh yeah, you you did a good job or whatever, yeah. but some people would get pissed and be like, well, I just won't try in this league anymore because mm-hmm. my team's so bad it will be for years, so I'll just quit. I feel like that's also the yeah, but he took over a team that was like the worst in that right. league, and he's built it up to a re- good team, a respectable team. So it's kind of getting into the GM aspect. Right. Of it, which, like I said, that's what we're doing as fantasy football players any, or fantasy football owners anyways is basically trying to be a GM. Right. So and you're I playing the long game. I even make it where we keep very few players. Like you can yeah, where like you five. get a, yeah, a keeper league of where yeah, you keep like five and then the rest go. Right. So we might even do that. Um, so that's somewhere. So I think that's probably where I'm going to lean to now is we'll do a small, small keeper list of a keeper league, you know, just to kind of test it out and see what. Right. And I'm sure I can change uh, rules eventually yeah. uh, in between seasons. And then the next one, and I've never done this. I know Chris would want to. Um, Snappy wants to, which is an auction. I've never done an auction. Oh, they want to do auctions. I know. So I, I'm kind of with you. I personally enjoy the old snake draft, you know. You just take your order, and that's like the old strategy. And then it's, I just think it's a little more fair. Um, I get the auction, people can, you know, but pay what they want, get their guy, all that. Shit. I get it. I just, I've never done it. And so that's, an, that's one of the main reasons I don't I've done want it to. a couple times. And I like, I see the appeal of it, but it, the people who always spend the most on their auction and instead of balancing that always end up winning, which is fine. I guess that's the point, but I'm just like, I just, I just want the snake. I just want the snake, and I'm cool with right. that. Well, the, I guess the only thing, and I haven't brought this up, uh, that I'm against the auction for is because then you also have to do like normally a money sort of scenario with the waiver wire. Yep. And I'm the top. I add motherfucking dudes on the way. I drop like 12 dudes a week and add 12 new guys because we are doing defensive players. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it in my league. And there's so many guys that I can't be doing like a minimum of it. Like I just wouldn't be able to figure yeah, out the our, our bench. Our bench roster spots are 10, limited. Yeah, right. it's it's hard. It'd be hard to do that. So I don't. I don't know. I can I don't know. I don't like the idea of auctions for so, our league. Right. I think if it was only offensive players, I would get it. But the defensive players um, make it a little hard. Now I thought last season the defensive player points seemed to work pretty well, like a good balance. But I. I know I'm sure some people out there might have some discrepancies of like, this is too many or not enough. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm, I guess I need to go look at all the rules, fine tune those up as well. But I will get that activated probably over the next couple of weeks so we can just go ahead and get people Start in there at, and, yeah. um, you know, people really want to get into it. Cause, I mean, shit, we're already almost in, what, mid-June here? We're yeah. about to be in July? Yeah. We're like two months away from football season. Yeah. So last season I did not do well. So this season I need to do a little better. But I did pretty good. I was pretty proud of my performance last year, especially well, everyone after everyone was active last season too in our league. So that yeah. was really good. It's very rare for that to happen. Um, all right, man. The only other thing I had to talk to you about, and I don't really know what time we're at. Um, yeah, we have a little time to get there. Um, is I saw you went to float the river with Chris, and I thought Chris would be here to also share stories. Um, but how did that go? It was it was really fun. It's the first time I've been with like 
a full group of people. Right. For one, it's a bunch of people I didn't know. Like I knew Chris and I knew a few others. Right. Um, but it's a bunch of people I don't know. Oh, and and real it's, quick, it's uh, the Illinois River in Tallahassee, yeah. Oklahoma. Um, also, when we went there or when I went there, I mean, everybody who went there saw it. Like it's super, it was super flooded there. Like uh, yeah. everything was over, fucking bridges were wiped out. It, like a whole car lot. I felt really bad for this car lot because all the cars were basically underwater. I'm like, damn. That's crazy. Yeah, because they've been getting a lot of rain up there. Um, but all the times I've went before, it's been like normal or a little under. And I've always been like, man, if it was a little more full, this would be more fun because it would be a little quicker. Yeah, it, w- it was cool. Like going down the river, like I said, it was my first experience to do that. And or I, my second experience. But as far as like the full trip, 12 miles, like. Uh, I've yeah, never done like, that. That was really cool. I, I got super fucking burnt. I've never been sunburned before. And I, yeah. I mean, I've been outside a lot. But Your white like, side coming through. That, that's what my damn dad said. He, <laughs> he saw me the other day. He was like, boy, you ain't from me. I was like, all because you midnight don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a friend in high school and his his cheeks would get fucking burned. I mean, he was half black and his nose, like nothing else. But they would get red as fuck. And I'd make fun. Now, I get like tomato red yeah. like pretty quickly because i'm super fucking white um so i like it when i see people of color get sunburned yeah, like i said it was the first time it's ever happened to me and i've been here what 29 years now and i'm <laughs> like what the fuck's going on i've been out on lake all day and all that but right. i guess just being on the river and the water I don't, you get to yeah. twice get you coming down and bouncing up yeah. off the water uh i've went two notable three times three decent times wait let me try to count here yeah, I would say three times. I went twice at Nerd Camp, where me and Powell met, uh, and then once in college, all in the Tahlequah River. Um, the two at Nerd Camp, the first year was like me and Powell became pretty good friends over that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like 16, and nothing too fun happened there that I can remember. And then the next year, we went again, and I was a little shit, and I <laughs> bought a book at Hastings, called the sex god for dummies book to be oh my god what (laughs) just to uh read it in front of all the ras and then be all pissed at me was basically why i bought it but learned all kinds of valuable information in that book powell read it as well we joked on this podcast before of like on the real shit i read on that day just fucking around making a joke i have still keep in mind today that's fucking hilarious not a not the worst book in the world and um but basically, you know, that was our peacock and our feathers out, you know, to the ladies like, yeah. shit, look at all this knowledge I'm learning. And that night we walked off with with girls, not like to have sex. I mean, if they would have, I'm sure I'd have been like, fuck, yeah, but that didn't happen. But then all the RAs freaked out looking for us everywhere. They're like, where do they go? Where do they go? <laughs> right. We know they got this book. <laughs> exactly. And so um, when they found us, we were just fucking walking. I don't know. I was like, not a really big deal or whatever. Um so yeah, that was my that my trip then. And then my third time there, last time I went, was my year of pledging to the fraternity. Mm-hmm. And I kind of hated it because we'd done the long-ass fucking one instead of the half as much length one we could have done. And I was like, God damn, this is too long. And we drank a lot. You know, we're all underage drinking and all that shit. And it was a really good time. And then we got back to the cabin and... uh Everyone, we had kegs there, right? And everyone was playing beer pong and shit. In our cabin, we had like an upstairs where everyone could hang out. And then downstairs had two separate rooms full of bunk beds. And so 
this one girl who I'd never uh, talked to since, you know, or before necessarily, uh, she was in a sorority there, whatever. She, for whatever reason, I guess, was kind of flirting with me throughout the day and kind of how these events go. People seem to couple up or whatever. And uh, I get to my bunk bed and this girl's in my bed with me. And now I didn't know because I was new to the fraternity life. I had I just on a bid card, I think, at this time. Um, had was actually like a hurricane who was on her last week's ex-girlfriend, right? And I didn't know this shit at all. And so she was all trying to do whatever. And then this dude in the bunk above me looks down and is like, Y'all wanna have a threesome? What the fuck? And I'm like, bro, like, fucking. And then he ruined it. And she was like, I hate him. I can't do anything if he's here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. And all this shit. And then I said, well, go to the other room, because this is what kind of friend I am. And I was like, my friend Powwow came to this event. And you should, <laughs> you should go hang out with him. He's cool. He won't be a weird creepo like this dude above us. And then they ended up like talking for like two, three months or some shit after that. So look at you. Wingman yep. it up. Wingman it up whenever I was at a loss Fucking. because this fucker, who knows? I haven't talked to that person since. I'm sure we had nothing in common. And that's what really matters. Um, <laughs> okay, G.I. Joe. <laughs> uh, all right, man. I think that's about all I have. Um, how's Wyatt these days? I know he's about to move and shit. Right? He is. He got a teaching job in Bristol. Um, I'm super proud of him because it's a really good job. Like, Yeah, we'll see if he can pull it off. Yeah, I, I got faith in him. He, he's going to get a big budget and everything. I think he's going to do a great job there. Right. Um, so he, I think he's leaving on the 20, like, the 25th of July or something like that. I, that's his last day at work. Right. So he'll be moving up to Tulsa. And I'm like, well, shit. Need to hit up powwow, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's what I told him. And, and he was like, he was like, yeah, but I don't. He's like, what are we going to do? I was that's like. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, it's hard to hang out with people you don't have too many interests with. Um, I'm trying to think what powwow's into. He's just into his kids these days. That's all he yeah, cares Yeah, he about. was like, what am I going to do? Smoke and play Fortnite the whole time? I was like, what's what's wrong with that <laughs> yeah video game wise i are there any new games you've been playing i've been playing a shit ton of mortal Kombat. uh yeah. so i know you're not in the fighting if realm. i ever if i saw it on sale when they were like new you know those like flash sales i would maybe but yeah i just don't see myself yeah. getting back into fighting games i play a lot of them i love i love especially mortal Kombat. this mortal Kombat's really good i've heard really it's the funny. best one ever like i don't I don't know what I'm doing with what I was doing with my life prior to it, but I play a lot of Mortal Kombat now. Um, right. I hope I'm getting good. I think I'm decent. Do you ever go online and just get your ass beat? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, God dang, it makes so me I, feel really bad. And then I go back to playing AIs and I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking God now. Yeah. Fuck with me. <laughs> get my flawless victories here. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I've been playing is this uh, game. I was talking about the last podcast called fell seals, arbiters mark. It's a uh, final fantasy tactic. Sort of type game. It's fucking amazing, and I love it. Speaking of that, E3 happened. Yep. Um, I'm sure you saw the combat for Final Fantasy VII and everything. Yes. What'd you think? Um, to me, it looks like what Final Fantasy XV is like, but I haven't played Final Fantasy XV, so I don't know. You know, like I need to play it. It also looks like Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. And I enjoyed Kingdom Hearts one well enough, but I don't love it. You know, so it's like I. I personally would love a turn-based game. Now, I know that's a hard no on kids under a certain age. Yeah, see, and that's what I was kind of hoping for because I also like the turn-based style. I can grind. I can kind of do right. work at my own pace there. If it's not, I have to be engaged. I don't mind being engaged on a thing, but I've started to learn games I like 
more is stuff. I think I can if a game takes a hundred hours to play, like an RPG, I kind of want it to be leisurely at times. It, if exactly. I would like, I think if a game is fast paced, it's got to be like God of War, where it's like a it's a thirty hour hard cut. Like if you played straight through it, you know it's it yep. is linear, but it can be open world or yep. whatever. Like I just think I have different designs for different games. Um, I'm gonna plan on having my cousin Rusty call in maybe for next week. Uh, I haven't told him this, but. I'll well before this comes out, hopefully, to talk about some video games. I know he watched them all. He has a Switch. He gets real into buying shit for the Switch these days. Um, I've watched most of the presentations. I, I haven't think, seen all the presentations. I think there's yet. still like one or two. Maybe. I have them all on a playlist of like, you know, watch yeah. later. Um, there were a lot of cool shit, but there's also like this year was very. Uh, well, it's because life. certain people didn't go there this year. Like what PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation didn't go, didn't go and I, I'm super disappointed. I know they they're doing their own thing, but I'm like, well, they didn't have anything to show. Big, yeah, I mean, they're hot, and we got confirmation basically that new consoles come out holiday 2020. Um, so they don't have. I mean, they showed the four games last year that still aren't out. So I think they're just like, well, let's we'll just show those again if they did show some. So I get it. Um, honestly, I'm just trying to get to my PlayStation to last till next year because I have a fucking day one PS4 that's like barely I fucking making it, and it's like loud as shit. Yep. And I'm like, God damn it! I just don't want to buy have to buy another one before the PS5. So if I can make it, I th- and I think mine mine is gonna make it. Um, I mean, I take pretty decent care of it. I don't like move it all over the place all the time. Right. It's not like constricted in areas, so. I think it's going to make it, and it doesn't make that loud. It makes loud noise sometimes, like when I'm putting like a new CD or when I start it up, it'll go like, right. Well, are if, you okay there, buddy? I'm sure yours is the same. Like if if I let mine go to standby mode mm-hmm. and then take it out of standby mode, it's like a jet engine the whole time. And I've learned if I just shut it off every time and never go to standby mode, it helps out a lot with that. Really? Where that? See, I don't ever. Maybe I should do that because yeah, I just go to the power off and standby. Right. That's the default because I'm like, well, I can easily do that and it'll bring up right. everything so that I have. That helped me a little bit, but what I started noticing was when putting games in because I have a lot of digital games, so I don't always notice it. But I think like Red Dead or something. And Red Dead was fucking a haul for the like. My machine was so loud when playing Red Dead too. And but anyway, putting it in and you hear like a verbal like like it gripping. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh shit! I've never. Why can I hear that? You know, so like moments like that, I'm like, oh, this will probably make it too long. And then I got a red lot of it overheating for like a day. And I looked it up, and it's really simple to change the heat sink on it. Um, put some new gel, and like I mean, I. I do some shit like that at my job, so like I could do that to my PlayStation, but I mm-hmm. don't want to. You don't want to bust it open and, and mess, fuck and something potentially, up. Potentially, yep, right. So, that's that's the point. That's where I'm at. I was like, man, I really don't want to mess anything up trying to like pimp it out and make sure it's, it's really different fucking with something that you own and paid for versus someone else's shit. You yeah, know? that's what I've learned. <laughs> um, so anyway. Good uh, good luck on your Mortal Kombat 11 beating tournaments. You know, maybe next year you'll be at uh fuck. What's the big gaming tournament called? What Evo? Yeah, you yeah. go to Evo for Mortal Kombat. Oh, 11. I would love it. That's the that's one of the dreams. I have many dreams in life now. Evo right. would be one. Hell yeah! Uh, and then um, I'll let you know if you're down. Uh, 
I mean, since you're black, therefore you can already know about hip hop <laughs> music. Uh, we, you could join me in skinny. We're always looking for a third host, um, for these music things. All you gotta do is be down to drink alcohol and, uh, be a little intoxicated, listen to music and then give some feedback kind of, sometimes we don't even by the end of it. Well, I'm an alcoholic, so there you go. Well, um, it'll probably be sometime this week. I don't know what time you work till late at night. Yeah, I work late. I work 10 to nine. All right. Well, if we do it on a weekend some night, uh, I'll let you know. All right. If I have a heads up, I'm trying to get artists to send me more music. If I could record two while I'm off these two weeks, like save them up, that'd be pretty cool. So I will let you know. Um, Skinny's an alcoholic too, and he's also black. So y'all have two things in common already. <laughs> and we got long hair because I'm sure you know him. Y'all meet at the conventions and stuff. Oh, that's, all a, that's exactly where we other. where we congregate. Yeah. Right. So all right, thanks for coming on, man. No problem. Thanks. Here's a